You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How are we doing, everybody? uh, Trey's going to join us here in a second. I wanted to get it started, and we will get our thoughts in here. But first, I wanted to... Remind everybody as you join in for our instant reaction to the first loss of the season to the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Um, please be sure to like the video. Please be sure you're subscribed. Go over to Knowles 24-7. Check out all the content that's going to be over there. Going to be a lot of reactions and a lot of responses and, frankly, a lot of hot takes from this football game. Um, and we're going to give you ours here tonight. Uh, was a was a curious game, an interesting game. All right, we got Trey here. We got Trey. Are you live already? Couldn't, couldn't wait after that, huh? Just 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 getting started, actually. Just getting started. Wanted to get you in here. Um, so why don't you kick us off, Trey? I just was reminding the people to make sure they check out Knowles 24-7, make sure they like the video, all that stuff. Haven't really gotten into the takes yet. Wanted to wait for you for that. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, um, it's tough, man. First cuts the deepest, as the wise Cheryl Crow always said. It was a <laughs> it was a tale of two halves, my friend. That first yeah. one was really scary. It was a more uncompetitive half than I really expected. Uh, I thought the game had the potential to be a really, really ugly blowout, especially after that first defensive series of the third quarter. That was uh, That's not something I expected at all. But then from there, um, you saw a lot better effort from the defensive line. Mm-hmm. You saw a little bit more consistency from the offense. Obviously, we're going to talk about special teams. We're going to talk about all that stuff. So the response was good. The problem is no matter how good your response is, you can't spot really, really good teams, all those points at the front end. So it was just not enough. I was, I thought it was pretty evident that the injuries and the trenches really caught up to you this game. I was very surprised that Wake Forest was able to be a more effective running team than you were particularly late. They had a lo- Wake Forest had a little bit of a lull in the third quarter, which corresponded with the defensive intensity uptick. Mm-hmm. But no, I thought they were very effective. I think you've got a problem at tackle, and I think that Wake Forest really exposed that with the defense coming into this game that statistically was not very impressive. And they yeah. they bottled up a very, very potent Florida State offense for most of this game. Mm-hmm. Jordan Travis looked out of sorts at the beginning. Now, obviously, he came back in the second half, but it was just – not enough of a team effort to beat a top 25 team, even if you're at home. But I thought the story of this game to me was the play of the trenches on both sides. And then the, the offensive struggles, we expected wake to get their points. And I think even a lot of us expected wake to have more points than they did, but I didn't expect Florida state's offense to struggle like this. So good response, but just not enough, not a good enough effort. You got outplayed largely for that game to beat a top 25 team. Yeah, um, so I guess I'll get into some of my thoughts on the game. Um, I thought it was a genius game plan from Wake Forest's defensive side. Um, they really kind of went with a wide nine concept. They played a three-man front. They played some tight front. But when it was passing downs or they they had an idea to pass it, that Florida State was going to throw the ball, they really went to some wide nine type looks, put those, um, put those edges way outside and just got up the field. And they kept everything in the pocket. They were not going to let Jordan Travis break and tain. When they did, they had a guy on him that was watching him. Um, 
I, I really thought they played with Jordan. Uh, the, the looked like a lot of his own coverage. He was pumping the ball, pumping the ball quite a bit tonight. He, he didn't seem to have it. Um, but I think really more of that's credit to Wake Forest, what they did defensively. They attacked your weakness on the offensive line, which is your tackles. We've talked the last three weeks about how these guys handle they, – they don't handle movement and speed very well. Right. It was evident again today. You've got to get Jazz Turnantine off the field. Uh, he can't play for you. Um, and I was really high off on him after uh, LSU, and I don't, you know, I don't want to single just him out, but his, I don't know if he's kind of rested on his laurels now, but his focus play to play is poor. His play play to play is really poor. Um, there's just too many times he's got a four eye, and they're running a play outside of him, and he just doesn't even touch the kid. Um, it's 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 sad. They've got to get it fixed. They've got to figure it out whether it's play Julian Armel and, and just go with it, whether it's try to put big Meech outside, they've, they've got to figure something out there or it's going to be a long next couple of weeks until um, you get to a D line that maybe he can handle a little bit. Um, Yeah. Again, cr- a lot of credit goes to, to Wake's defense and I know people are ragging on them, but I don't think they've been as bad as what everybody kind of thought coming into the game. They haven't been good. I don't want to give that an impression, but I don't think they've been as bad as people thought. If you really sat down and watched Wake Forest, they play with a lot of movement. They play with a lot of speed. They fit the run really well. Um, I, I think they got some guys healthy, and, and it helped them a little bit over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, look, DJ threw a lot of balls up last week, and they caught a lot of 50-50 balls against uh, – Clemson did against Wake last week. We didn't get those opportunities today. I think they took advantage of a bad offensive line, and here we are again – Bad offensive line play rearing its ugly head for this football team. We kind of thought we were past it with all the bodies they brought in, but damn, I mean, guess what's back? Um, defensively, I, I I know how many people are going to want to fire Adam Fuller, but I mean, they what happened did, there? What happened? They kind of did what we thought they were going to do, though, right? They were going yeah. they were going to say, okay, you can run the football, run the football. That's fine, run it. That's that's cool. We're gonna we're gonna let you run the football. We're gonna be content with that. We're not gonna give up shot plays. How many shot plays did they give up today? How many explosive? Let's let's find it here. Uh, let me let me try to find it. I'm not as I'm not as witty with this as Kev is. Well, while um, while, while you do that, I'm I, yeah. What it said ten explosive were, plays from Wake, right? So twelve yeah, percent of their plays. So five, five of them five of them passing, five of them rushing. Which um, is crazy with Wake Forest with what they do with that vertical passing mm-hmm. game. The five is way less than I expected, but. They were having so much success with the run game. I think that you right. saw a, philo- a philosophical shift from Adam Fuller to where yeah. he started to call a more aggressive game because his defensive line was not yeah. getting it done at all. And no, I- it wasn't. It wasn't. They were getting manhandled. You you clearly missed uh, a, a fully healthy Jared Verse and a, and a Fabian Lovett. Um, I thought Pat Payton played his tail off. Yep. Um, I thought Derek McClendon kind of he showed some rust. I don't think he's necessarily a hundred percent. Um, I know the hot take is going to be Adam Fuller calls you this football game. He did something nobody else has been able to do. That's hold him to 31. I mean, you just saw him walk the dog all over Clemson. I I don't know if that's the right take for this one. I really thought the offense let you down tonight. Um, I thought Fuller gave them enough opportunities to let the offense make plays and have drives and go out there and try to win the football game. And the offense just really, they really crept down their leg tonight. Um, and it all started up front. But again, I didn't think Jordan Travis played very well. I didn't think he handled the zone very well. I need to go back and watch it. I want to watch your receivers. I played, paid a lot of attention to the offensive line. Um, 
Uh, so I do want to watch the receivers and see kind of what, what was going on out, why, what they were doing. But it just – Jordan just didn't look to have it tonight. He didn't – again, he was double clutching a lot. He didn't seem to – he didn't really seem to understand what was going on in front of him. I don't know if receivers struggle with some of that zone too. Again, I see a lot of people in the chat. What, really, 31 points? Good. Pay attention to what's going on awake. I mean, with what you were shorthanded-wise – and I'm not saying, like, I'm not sitting here touting this defensive performance. It, it wasn't elite. It wasn't great. They adapted. They got a ton of stops in the second half and gave you an opportunity. You got greedy Vance with a chance to pick the ball off and, and let your offense go in. And that was insane. Tie the, tie, was tie the game up and he gets freaking play, lost. Man. I mean, at some point, a guy, we, you know, we've said this the last couple of years, a guy's got to make a stinking play. Um, but what Wake's been doing offensively, I mean, not – I thought I think they did as best as they could, um, especially with what the offense was giving you, which was nothing. The offense kept putting you out there, gave you a short field. I mean, Wake ran eighty-five plays tonight, eighty-five offensive plays. I, I, that's tough. Yeah, that's, that's a so, tough. I, that, that's tough. That's a tough night. I think what was shocking, I think, to a lot of people though, from the defensive performance, because if you could have, if you could have told people like, "Hey, you can cap Wake at thirty-one points for this game," would you take it? I don't know how many would take it and wouldn't, but I, I know that I expected our offense to score well north of 31 ourselves. Yeah, I think what was shocking is the way that Wake was having success. Yeah. Chunk runs, chunk mm-hmm. runs, chunk runs with it, with a rushing offense that was like in the 110s in, in terms of yards per game. They just yeah. were really getting what they wanted to. And not only that, it wasn't so much the scheme dictated it because obviously we talked about and Kevin talked about we would have. We want. We want to wake running backs to try and beat us mm-hmm. before their wide receivers, which honestly they kind of did. But I think it was. I don't know if I. Maybe you can help me quantify my words a little bit better here. I don't know if I want to say lack of effort, but Justice Ellison and Christian Turner wanted those yards more than Florida State's yeah. tacklers wanted to stop them for a large portion of that game. They yeah. ran way harder than we tried to tackle for at least the entire first half. It was I, I, that was shocking to me. I mean, yeah, I, I thought. I mean, I thought effort was evident early. Now I don't know if it's they didn't handle the situation very well. Look, I mean, there's obviously for a lot of these guys, there's a lot going on this week. Um, yeah, I absolutely. I don't want to say that as as if it's an excuse for their play because I don't think that's fair, and I don't think they would use that. But it it makes some sense if some focus is elsewhere throughout the week. Um, but one thing, like I at the end of the game, there they're driving. Well, in the last series, and they've got a chance on third down. DJ Lundy comes and squeezes the pull real well. Kalen Deutsch is in the hole, and he doesn't come make the play. I mean, I just I don't know if this offense just confused them that much that they their feet just kind of went dead. They didn't trigger. They just didn't believe what they were seeing and trust it and go. Um, but there's a play right there. He's in the hole. The back's in the hole. And then DJ does his job, and then the back bounces it because you know they are able to hold and do what do what they do best. Um, I don't want to make officiating a big excuse either, but I mean, come on. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, penalties. that's it was bad officiating in special teams. We might actually, I really like to normally overlook that stuff. I think that's probably something you and I could at least dedicate five <laughs> minutes to. But what yeah. do you think the biggest difference was? Why did they get the improved play in the third quarter? Was it a philosophical change, schematic? Was it an effort thing? Where they it looked like they were playing faster and more confident, maybe just starting to get some familiarity with two quarters under their belt against that offense. What do you think, Adam? You're, I mean, you're the coach. What? Why do you think they played so much better in the from the 
from the third I, quarter besides that I first they, drive on. I thought they pre- they pressured more, which is a big part. Um, they obviously they made a decision at the end of the second quarter to start pressuring more, and it started making some started making a difference. Just thought they played harder. I mean, really, that's what it boils down to. They played a little bit harder. They didn't get some of those stupid calls that they were that uh, that Wake was getting early. Um, but I really just think it was effort. And I mean, they rotated some more guys in, but really, ultimately, just well done effort. I mean, they just they just went, and it seemed like late they regressed back to not going again. It was regressed. Like I say, that Kalen, that Deloach play, and he's played great, and he played. I mean, he didn't play horrible tonight, but that play really stuck out to me. He's in the hole. He's got a chance to make a stop on third down, and the ball bounces because he just doesn't trigger. And that just happens so much tonight. Um, I, you know, point. you know, one thing I will say, I, I, I just, I'm reading the chat here and seeing a lot of people really frustrated with Adam Fuller and the defense and everything. And one thing I will say, they really don't do these DBs any favors. They don't play any kind of, any kind of true pressure on the edges. We don't get a lot of hands on guys and I got to go back and look at it again. Again, this is a instant reaction. Um, so maybe they played more press, true press tonight than, than I realized. They just play a lot of mirror press, and I don't think they do it very well. You got a lot of long guys out there that need to get their hands on people, and I don't think that they do that enough. And I thought Wake was able to get a lot of free releases, and they were able to get into their short route concepts, and they were able to run you off and then come back to the football. It was just too much pitch and catch um, for me tonight. I didn't think that they pressured the Wake DBs or the Wake wide receivers enough, and that was frustrating for me. And it's been a frustration for me all season and really since they, they've been here. I don't think that that's good enough. I think they've got to realize you're playing cover two, man. You've got to help over the top. Get up in their shit. Yeah, exactly. You've got help behind you. Yeah, get Adam, up in there and give them a piece. Who's, we just who's don't your, do that enough. Whose responsibility is that more? Is that the DB I mean, coach also, teaching poor technique? Or that's defensive coordinator. That's okay. got to be on your D coordinator. He's going to yeah. he's gonna say, yeah, we want to press or no, we don't want to press. Um is it a fireable offense? No, I know everybody's now going to take that as, oh, yeah, he's saying we should fire Adam Fuller because he doesn't play true press. No, I don't believe that. Um, but it is frustrating for me because I do think you put them in a tough position. And clearly, we know how talented those wake wide receivers are and how talented that quarterback is. You've got to do something to try to get them out of rhythm. And we didn't We didn't do anything to the rhythm really tonight. No, some, they dictated some, the tempo the whole oh, time, time, man. Big time. They were we were we were very reactive to all that they were yeah. doing. Yeah. And to beat and no matter how you do it, whether you try to do it with your defensive line or you try to bring pressure, you got to get Wake off pace. There wasn't enough yeah. negative plays, and it was just Wake, they'd run their offense and boom, rush up to the line. And Florida State was reacting and they were out of sorts. Thought yeah. I thought that was that was the entire game. And that, I mean, how many plays did they run? 90, how many plays did they run tonight? 80, 80, 84? They, ran 80, they ran 85 offensive plays. 85. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's dictated in the numbers. Mm-hmm. That's tough, especially with a, with a defense that is just, especially on the front decimated by him. Yeah. That's EPA 13 point. I mean, that's not, that's no bueno. No, it's, it's not. So we, that, this is the one that kills you. 202 rushing yards, 4.3 yards of carry. It's not good enough, but I, I I do think some of that's a reflection of what they wanted to do. They wanted to limit explosive plays in, through the passing game, which they were successful doing, but in turn, the D-line just didn't show up and get it done for you. you I, I think you were just – you were outmatched there because of some of the guys that weren't playing for you. Looking at some of the other numbers here, Trey, I mean, they created – they got 11 tackles for a loss. Um, 
And so they did make some plays in the backfield, but seven for a three-man front from Wake, that's not good enough. Un- unacceptable. And I did it's think, especially enough. in the second half, man, Jared Verse, I don't, I don't know what he's going through right now, but yeah. uh, did his best. Josh Farmer, I thought, in the second half, kind of not, not, not a – not a great first half performance at all. None of the D line did, but I really thought that he stepped it up in the second half and I would have been nice to put together a whole game, but he's a young player thrown into a situation where that's, that's not ideal. It's not what we want, but I did think the pressure, as soon as the D line did get pressure, you saw Wake Forest get off their offense, get off the field. It was just too little, too late. They didn't make enough winning plays offense, defense, and especially on special teams. So I don't know if you want to talk about the special teams thing now, or do you want to talk a little bit more about the offense? Like, what did you think of Mike Norvell's offensive game plan before we go to the special teams, which is just, it's maddening that the special team stuff is maddening. But let's talk about Mike Norvell's yeah. offensive game plan. Did you like it? Obviously, the execution was lacking. Yeah, I, I, it's tough to say, oh, is the the game plan. I mean, I, did they run bad plays? No, they're plays they've run all year that they've had a lot of success on. Um, I didn't. I would have liked to have seen them try to get a little more east-west on uh, Wake, maybe try to run some jet stuff, uh, use some more of that movement stuff, try to get them rotating, and then maybe get some shots off of it. They, I mean, ultimately, look, I don't care what game plan you had. They were up in your O-lines crap tonight, and you could have had the master game plan. It wasn't going to matter. They they were whipping you up front, and that's that's the biggest takeaway for me from the game. We haven't seen that level – of beating for this O-line this year. It's disappointing that it came in this game tonight because that's not a D-line that I feel like should have dominated you. They were good. I thought they did a, I thought they did a decent job actually last week against uh, Clemson. But, yeah, I mean, they, they should not have defeated you the way that they did. Um, soundly. Again, soundly. It, it, yeah, yeah, soundly, the entire game. Um, but, again, I do think it's hat, a hat tip to Dave Clawson and his staff because they saw, they saw something – they started bringing those wide nine guys off the edges to contain Jordan, keep him in the pocket, and try to force him to step up. He wasn't stepping up tonight. Um, thought he had a couple opportunities to run. He didn't take off. He didn't. He just didn't look. He didn't look right to me tonight. Um, missed some throws. Kind of going back to what we saw early against BC. Missed a couple throws and then was perfect after that. But I didn't think he was. This team needs him to be perfect. And when he's not, I think this is the kind of offensive performance we can expect. Um, they were able to have some success running the, running the football, but they – come on, man. Come on, Nelson. You don't need to be making those kind of stupid jokes up in here. Well, it, 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 was same in, dumb stuff. it was inconsistent. It was inconsistent, Very, right, Adam? Yeah, Just what, yeah. what you said last week that you were concerned about, heavy on, heavy on feast or famine, heavy mm-hmm. on explosive, success rate really yeah. lacking, man – when when you're even less efficient than you were last week, you put your offense in a hole along with the penalties and everything like that. I'm interested to see. What, I can't wait to watch the film review because I want to see the coverages that Wake was doing. Yeah, yeah. How many how many open receivers did Jordan Travis miss? The ESPN announce crew talked about it multiple times. I discount everything that an announcer <laughs> says. So, I can't listen to but them. they may, they may be right. It's a lot yeah, of these times unlistenable. But I I gotta see. It, it looked like a lot of times he was locked on his primary read. I didn't see a lot, and that's not the strength of his game anyway. He's gotten much better at it this year. But it the, the team looked uncomfortable. They were uncomfortable yeah, on defense. Yep. They were uncomfortable on offense. Wait yeah. did, did wait dictated the terms to you on both sides. 
on a lot of it because of your personnel. And then mm-hmm. in the first half, a lot of it because of your effort. So do you want to talk about special teams now? Cause this is a problem for the rest of the year. Cause it <laughs> is going to affect the decisions that Mike Norvell makes in the game. Do you want to talk about that now? Or do you want to get some touch on some more offense defense? No, we can talk about it. I mean, I, I feel like we've hit the main points for offense and defense. I mean, they can't run that kid out there anymore. No. You can't do it. I don't care. I don't care if he outkicks everybody in practice. Somebody else has got to go out there. Um, he's. I don't. I, I try. really try not to rip and rail on kids and whatnot. But you can't play him. I mean, he can't go out there. If you're gonna, if I'm gonna be critical of Jazz Turnitin, I'm definitely gonna be critical of that. He's costing you game. I mean, he's not costing you games, but he's dramatically really altering what. Yeah. Dude, your decision making yeah when you have that he had he had ryan fitzgerald had as much impact yeah. on mike norvell's decision making than like a sam hartman are you that, like that are kick, you kidding me like that you kick can't, at the end of the half was everything you're one score game if he makes that kick changes it the, all it changes it all then you've got to go for two and then it makes you more predi- it, at some point it makes you even 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 though it looks unconventional you're a much more predictable team to defend yeah. If I know that you've got to go for it on fourth, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I, you're going for medium range mm-hmm. plays on third and ten because you're setting yourself up for fourth. Yeah. You take yeah. in you you take a third, you take a third of the game away from Mike Norvell's special teams. You can't yeah. get three points. And it's I thought, I thought special teams everywhere else played good tonight. Um, the return thought, game was Micah Pittman. I want to say Micah Pittman, man, it sucks that they lost this game because yeah. he had so many winning plays, the touchdowns, the mm-hmm. return. The blocks on the Johnny Wilson catch, the fumble recovery. That sucks that he didn't get to be the star tonight because of the rest of like the rest of the other team wasn't good enough. But Micah Pittman, awesome performance, and it's gonna be utilized your efforts in a win. Yeah. Hopefully soon, but it's good, it's a tough stretch these next two. But I see some ahead. people asking, like, how do we not have a backup kicker? Most teams don't carry a, a two kickers on scholarship. There's a there's a couple walk-on guys that haven't that aren't very good, frankly. Um, I mean, Ryan's been the best of them. I think it goes back to the offseason. He should have known that Ryan wasn't going to be what he needed and going and gotten a kicker. You really went out and got everything else. You didn't get a kicker. I, I think that was a I think that was a mistake. I think a lot of people have thought it was a mistake, and ultimately it's playing out that way. Um, yeah, like I think a lot of people were probably saying, why are you kicking this field goal fourth and ten at the end of the half? You kind of had to kick it, right? I mean, you had to see. Um <sighs> Fourth and ten, that's a tough that's a tough area to go. People for. are that 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 reaction, it makes more sense why people would have that if if they tried to do that same play in the third or fourth quarter after the first miss, then I get the reaction. Yeah. If you can't rely on your kicker to make a twenty nine yard field goal to yeah, what close the, the gap and make it a one score game. Now that you know he can't do that, that he's not even capable of doing that, that's how you know he's unplayable. Mike's yeah. decision to kick it there. Dude, you have to. That's just football. Yeah. You can't. It, 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 I don't know. I don't understand the criticism <laughs> of that because you have to be able yeah. to do that. Yeah. Now that you know that he can't, you'll never do it again. I have no idea what they're going to run. Are we going to be running like a ninth grade Madden 2004? Me and my friends playing in my in, in the basement. Like nobody special teams. No, like none of that. Right. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I don't. It's such a. And I don't normally like to, and I don't think we're railing on the kid because yeah. there's obviously something going on. He's got the ability, but hey, the mental aspects, the one of the biggest parts of being an effective athlete. And right now he's just out of it. So honestly, probably for his own mental health, 
take the decisions away from be like, Ryan, we'll, yeah, we'll figure it out, man. You got kickoffs and we'll go from there. But Adam, I, I don't know what they do. They, they, they need to elevate a walk on at this point. You can't, you, I I don't, I don't can't trot the kid out there anymore. You're not doing him any good. You're not doing your team any good. Like he's not going to recover from this. If you keep running him out there and he keeps missing chip shots and those are chip shots. I mean, 29 yard field goal. You expect him to hit. Not even close. They're not even close. And the extra points in the BC game were funky. And you've. He's supposedly changing all these mechanics up. I don't know. I've seen all kinds of nonsense that he was with Graham Gano in the offseason. And they'd learned that it's not working. Him going out there is not working. You can't run him out there anymore. It's a done deal. So whatever else you have on the roster, you got to find it. Because you got to get three. You got to get three on fourth and 10 from the 15. You got to get three. You got to rely on those points. You need them. You need them because you're playing your toughest run of competition. Mm-hmm. You need the points. That that yeah. would have dramatically changed the calculus and the outcome of this game, I think. The feel would have been different if you would have had the three. It just you can't make a team that's playing better yeah. but is imperfect in a yeah. lot of areas. You need to give Mike Norvell all the tools in his toolkit that's available. Do you want to talk about the officiating at all or you want to <laughs> No, I mean They sucked. They were terrible. I mean, they they were absolutely terrible. We they can't really sit here bad. and say, "Oh, officiating no." I mean, what you think Mike Norvell's sitting in his press conference right now talking about officiating? No, he can't. No. We can, no, but he can't. No. It didn't cost yeah, him the can, game, right. but it was uneven. It, it was, was really bad. I mean, you had 10 you had 10 10 for whatever against Florida State, four, I mean, four penalties against Wake. Seriously, come on. And I go back and find six or seven edge rush call edge rush plays where they hold our edge defender and, and break to the sideline. I mean, right tackle, the right tackle is. did it the entire game. The right tackle yeah. did it the entire game. They missed yeah. the they missed the obvious rough in the pass or whatever on the Jordan slide. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you can look at the Wake Forest offense and offensive pass interference is almost a stalwart of their mm-hmm. game. And yeah. God bless them for it. They found an inefficiency in the game. They're literally taking advantage of crap ACC officiating. Mm-hmm. So, dude, once again, Dave Clawson, you suck at weather. You're <laughs> a darn good coach, man. He does. Yeah, he is a good he, he's the king of looking at inefficiencies, and mm-hmm. that's one of them. How do you watch Wake Forest year in and year out and say, hey, guys, on a, on a, on a no-doubt play where the receiver's covered up, Hartman might underthrow it and let his receiver sell it a yeah. little bit and pull yeah. him on top of him. So, we, that's no mean by no means why we lost the game. We lost the game because we got smoked in the trenches and had an atrocious first half, and the offense played like garbage for a large portion of the game. Officiating didn't help, man. It didn't. No, help. it didn't. I now, what do you think Mike Norvell's saying in his press conference right now? It's it's ongoing, or what did you think he said to them after the game? Whatever. That's that's what I'd like to do. That's what I want to think about right now because I think that that's. Do you think Mike's? Do you think Mike was happy? with any aspects of this game? Do you think he's mad about it all? Do you think oh, he's in between? Uh, like, it, it, I, I don't know what he's going to portray to the media, but I think he's. it has to be mixed mm-hmm. because you got to love the response. The response is a hallmark of this Florida State Mike Norvell team. It wasn't good enough because you played your best opponent of the year. Yeah. Not a shocker, but he's got to be disappointed, I think, with the performance in the first half. Jordan looking out of sorts turnovers, the effort on the tackling in the run game. He's going to be disappointed. However, progress is not linear. Nine million people have said it. I'm nine million and one. This team is still that, in my opinion, ahead of schedule. Four and one is not what I predicted. That's not what I Mm. thought after five games. Like I said, this one stings because we had visions of much more. And you've got, you've got two better teams than Wake Forest, arguably, 
from here in the next two weeks. So that sucks. So it doesn't get any, it doesn't get any easier, but I think Mike Norvell's reaction to it is mixed. It looked like his team, but I don't know. He's not going to, I think he's less disappointed than he'll probably portray to the media because so much of it is constrained by the guys that are playing on the offensive and defensive lines. Yeah, yeah. They're still handcuffed and it was, they tried to alleviate it and they're in a much better position than they were last year. But Injuries. This is the game where the injuries caught up with you and you lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't say that though. I don't think. No, no, no. I, I tend to agree with you. I, I think, I think if you gave him the true serum, he's probably telling you he's disappointed in the effort of this game, but I think he, I don't think they had their best week of practice. I haven't heard anybody else say that, but I'm not sure that they've had their, I, didn't look like it. No, I, I do think that, I do think that their, their focus and times was elsewhere. And I think that that showed in the game um, again, but you don't want to make that excuse. You can't make no, that. Excuse. You no. have to go they got outplayed. They yeah, got they outplayed. did. Ultimately that's what it boiled down to. Um, I, yeah, I would imagine Mike's probably frustrated with the effort. I would imagine he's probably frustrated with some offensive stuff. I, again, we, you can't see the, in the TV tape, I wish we had the all, all 11 Kev has that. So he'll probably take a look at it some, but, I wish we had it so we could look at the receivers. Were they not getting open? Were we just missing guys? Um, but then the regression of the offensive line over the last week and the last two weeks has been very disappointing. And I know you're missing Robert Scott, but Robert Scott's only one guy. You still got four other guys up there that you were expecting to be starters for you. I'm not sure if Dylan Gibbons is hurt, but he doesn't look like his self from last year. Um, you know, Demetri Emanuel is still a little hot and cold. He has some great plays. He got beat a couple times a night. And Jazz is just killing you. And I'm sure Mike's very frustrated and Alex too are very frustrated about what they're getting up there and the consistency. I'm sure they want better consistency. Um, but again, I think you're right that he probably is thrilled about how they continue to fight for four quarters because after the first half, who would have thought that they would have Oh, been I thought it was going to be, I, I was feeling yeah, bad. Thought they were it was spooky run. time. It was spooky yeah. time. I thought they were going to get run out of the building. Yeah. All right. It's worth 30 minutes. Um, Let's take. Let's see if maybe we get one or two questions in here. I'm good with that. I'm good. Maybe we could that. take one or two and then get out of here because I'm sure people want to go elsewhere and get other opinions and hear what other people got to say. So if anybody's uh, <laughs> have a beer too, I think I yeah. after this, boys. All right. So <laughs> if anybody's got any questions in the chat, throw them in real quick, and we're gonna take one or two and then we're gonna get out of here. Uh, uh, my game, no reason to fire anyone. It's fine. Yeah. Anybody talking about firing people? You're four and one. I mean, this team's not a, an ACC title team. People that told you they were gonna be were delusional. Um, frankly, they, they're, they're going to have highs and lows because they're a, a, a decent to good football team, but they're not great. All right. What to do about jazz? We've got to bench him. I don't think you can play him. Uh, why not? Even, with, even if, even if Scott's not healthy yet, you think right now, like, would you yeah, shift him you gotta, inside and move Emmanuel yeah. outside or would you take him yeah, out of your five? I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd do that. I think I'd take him out of the lineup altogether. And I think you got to play Armella some, I, I think you could play jazz, maybe rotate the two of them. I think you need to do something though. Uh, what do we think about flipping Meech and Jazz? I do think they've tried that. I'm not sure they love the look of it. Is there any possibility we win either of the next two games? Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be in both those games. But ultimately, what Jordan Travis is going to show up? I didn't think the good one showed up tonight. My man Ben Meyerson. Uh, make sure you check out Ben. Uh, check out Ben Meyerson football. Uh, check out his YouTube page. He does a lot of great stuff with Tom Altation. Yeah. Uh, ben, no, from just the first watch, I didn't think that jo uh, Jordan played very well. Um, At least not in the first half. No, no. It was Jordan off night. It was a defensive better position. I think they thought they played a lot of zone that confused them, and and they rushed 
from from they rushed from width. They didn't let him do what he's very comfortable doing, and it ultimately beat him up. Uh, I mean, Gator Kirsch, will we end up four and three after after the next two weeks? Yeah, I think you probably put your money on that, right, Trey? Four and three after the next two. I mean, it's looking I like it. it we've I wouldn't made pick them to win either of those games. We've made every defensive line that we've played look significantly better than they have in the, their other games this season. And you're playing, you're yeah. playing a hellacious defense in NC State and yeah. yeah, Clemson. Clemson. I don't know. I don't know which one of those I find to be more or less difficult. Clemson's a more talented team, but NC State on the road with how yeah. solid they are defensively. Clemson can be taken advantage of in their defensive secondary right now, and that's at home. I don't know if I see which one is going to be tougher, but yeah, Florida state's not going to be favored in either one of those games. Yeah, I, I don't so. think they're going to be skull dragons or anything like that, but yeah, if I had to put money, I'd put four and three right now, which sucks, but it's, it is what it is, man. This is the death part of the schedule. All right, Trey. Uh, for, I want to say something first, if I can, and then yeah. you take, you take us on home. I just want to say, we're thinking about everybody down there in Florida that's uh, in South Carolina too, that's been ravaged by the hurricane. We, we don't get on and talk all the time. So I know a lot of other people said it and it was a little late to the game, but uh, obviously everybody's being thought of. That's way more important than any kind of football game. So um, if we've been able to help at all <laughs> with our videos throughout the week, if you've gotten on and, and taken a little bit of reprieve from, from what's going on down there uh, with the hurricane and, and watch some of our videos and enjoy those, we appreciate that. Everybody's in our thoughts and prayers. Obviously, this is a difficult time. Uh, you know, Just stay strong. It, it sucks. It really sucks. But you know, we're thinking about everybody. You're right. And I know the ones before this one at the beginning part of the week were way more therapeutic than the ones now. But it's once again, man, we love football. We're obsessed with, we're obsessed with Florida State, but there's so much more bigger stuff going on. So if you guys are listening and you are affected and you're going through it, thoughts and prayers. I know that mm-hmm. it, it means largely it's not material, but we are thinking about you guys. I'm from Florida. I know the devastating impacts that you guys are going through, and this one was absolutely brutal. So please stay safe. Going to be able to rebuild and pay pay the people insurance companies. My God, get <laughs> yeah, your premiums on. on time every time. Don't make it. Don't 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 do the thing. Give out the money. State Farm, you're replete with cash. Give them the money. Um, it will be interesting just to veer back onto that, back onto the football side of things. How does this how does this team respond with the loss? Yeah. How does this team respond with the loss? They they've been able to respond in games. Now it's their first loss of the season. It's this this 2022 roster's first loss. Are they going to be able to respond? Because you're going to be playing a team with NC State. They do it way differently than Wake Forest on offense, but man, their defense is a solid unit. So they're going to have yep. to get it together. So stick with us here on Knowles 24-7. Stick with us uh, here at the X's on the, on the Knowles 24-7 YouTube page. Obviously, subscribe. Subscribe to the X's and Knowles YouTube page as well. Adam, Kevin, I will be doing our full film breakdown of this to see what happened on defense and why the offense had their least effective game of the season. We'll give you the full story on that. Subscribe to Knowles 24-7. Tons of coverage. It's coming out. It's only the best. We love you guys. Still 4-1 and one after 5. With the amount of injuries that we, if you rattle off all the guys that are hurt, I wouldn't have said four and one after five. It doesn't change the fact that this one sucks. Love you guys. We're going to keep chopping on. Let me, I forgot I got to do the end broadcast. Oh, no. 
It was a very bright, shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future. New documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.